0: we can all
1: listen to the sunny side of sports great show bro this is sunny side of sports right here on the voice of america voice of america sporty greetings to all our voice of america listeners this is voa sunny young in washington welcome to the july 8th edition of Of the Sunday side of sports, trailblazing Tunisian tennis player, Anz Jaber, tops Friday show.
0: Well, it's always about Tunisia somehow. (laughs) And um, just, um, I want to. Uh, go bigger, inspire uh, uh, many more um, generation. You know, uh, uh, Tunisia is connected to the Arab world. is connected to the to the um, uh, African uh, continent. Um, you know, the area we want to see more players. You know, it's not like Europe or uh, uh, or any other countries. It's um, I want to see more players from my country, from from uh, the Middle East, you know, from uh, from Africa, and uh, I think we we didn't believe enough at certain point that we can do it, um, and now I'm just trying to to show that, and hopefully people are are getting inspired. People are getting inspired by Anze
1: Jabur, the first African woman to reach a Grand Slam final in the modern open era. In the Wimbledon ladies' singles semifinals on Thursday... Jaber defeated her close friend, the German mother, Tatiana Maria, in three sets.
0: If uh, if I didn't see her two kids, I wouldn't say she never had the kids, you know. And uh, it's amazing how she moves on the court. It's really inspiring for a lot of women. Um, and um, it just, um, when you're focused, when you play tennis, it's just I'm, I'm focused on myself, to be honest with you. Uh, and for me, after all, it's just a tennis match, you know. We, we didn't go to war or anything. It just It was amazing uh great uh, i have a lot of respect for her if she won today she would have deserved it hundred percent and um that's what i love about tennis you know just a tennis match and then you move on and then you get to the next one
1: the next one for anz Jabur is saturday when she'll play elena Rybakina in the women's singles final at wimbledon the 23 year old Rybakina was born in russia but now represents Kazakhstan. She powered past 2019 Wimbledon champion Simona Halep of Romania in the semifinals on Thursday, 6-3 and 6-3. Voice of America! Meanwhile, Spanish tennis star Rafael Nadal pulled out of his Wimbledon semifinal against the Australian Nick Kyrgios. Because of an abdominal injury unfortunately as
0: as you can imagine if I am here because i have to uh to pull out from the tournament now um, as everybody saw yesterday i I have been suffering uh with uh with the pain in the abdominal I know something uh was not okay there as, I, as yesterday i said and uh yeah uh that's confirmed i have um, a tear in the in the muscle, in the abdominal. It's obvious that if I keep going, the, the injury gonna going to be worse and worse. And
1: With Rafael Nadal out because of injury, Nick Kyrgios will next play the winner of Friday's semifinal between Britain's Cameron Norrie and defending champion Novak Djokovic, who is bidding for a seventh Wimbledon title and 21st major trophy. And as the Voice of America celebrates its 80th year of broadcasting, this music time in Africa, historical note, music time in Africa is the VOA's longest-running English language program. That's right. It was founded in 1965 by the late, great Leo the Music Man Sarkeesian. And Heather Maxwell has certainly done a marvelous job as host in recent years. I'm Sonny Young in Washington, and you're listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. Follow the Sunny Side of Sports on Facebook and Twitter. My Facebook address is facebook.com forward slash VOA Sunny, and my Twitter handle is at VOA Sunny Sports. Also, please note, we've moved our programs to VOAAfrica.com. There you'll find your favorite VOA TV and radio shows, including the Sunny Side of Sports, and a whole lot more find us on voaafrica.com this is the voice of america washington dc now let's go to morocco where it's the 7th day of action at the africa women's cup of nations football tournament there are two matches on friday Morocco will host Senegal in the capital, Rabat, and Burkina Faso will face Uganda in Casablanca. Morocco and Senegal each have the maximum six points from two matches in Group A, and both teams are through to the quarterfinals. In Group C results Thursday, South Africa advanced to the quarterfinals with a 3-1 victory over Burundi. And defending champion Nigeria defeated Botswana 2-0. For reaction to Nigeria's victory, Iron Mike Mbonye contacted the vice president of the Sports Writers Association of Nigeria Southeast Zone, Chigozie Chukwuleta.
3: Well, I would describe that result as a positive response to the outpour of the negative emotions from fans and supporters of Super Falcons across the world, especially Nigeria, following their poor outing against South Africa in their opening game. They chose to respond with a win. They could not afford to disappoint again. They came out with, like the super Falcons we hoped to see at the championship and gave good account of themselves. All the departments woke up to their responsibilities, and the debutants, I mean the Botswana girls, they could not contain the heat. And they became D3. Look at that 21st minute beautiful finish from US based reformer Onomono, who ensured Hagemata in this uh, effort was not wasted. Nadozie, her coming back was a good one too. She effectively stood against few attempts made by the Botswana girls throughout their 20, 25% ball possession. You know, if you look at it, the, throughout the match, it was 75 25. Super Falcons showed class and dominated. Uh, I think it is a good resurrection statement. That's the way I describe it for the team. Then looking at the Boswana girls, I think they held on to the Super Falcons result against South Africa and their defeat of uh, Burindi, you know, coming out in such a big event this is their first outing and they had such beautiful results in their first game. They were like, wow, Super Falcons is beatable. And they were excited, kind of, but um, the, the dream, I don't think it worked out for them the way they planned it. In Nigeria, we have this uh, statement that says, shoot, get size, you know, and they've been able to kind of show it in this match against Botswana.
4: Do you think this win will spur the Super Falcons to win more games in the ongoing Women's Africa Cup of Nations tournament?
3: Definitely, it's a kind of a motivator for them, that's the way I see it. You know, the way the results against uh, South Africa, Joe, tell them this result is definitely going to support them. I, I believe they will actually go for more wins. There are two targets in this championship World Cup ticket and 10th championship title. So, they, I believe that this win will actually move them to go for more wins to be able to realize their dreams
4: in this championship. As a sports writer, what's your assessment of the presence Super Falcons team?
3: I think they are picking up. It is not yet to go. However, there is hope. With time and good performance, they will earn the trust of the people again. came. And um, it shouldn't be, you know, they should not get excited because uh, they have more, more matches to play to be able to get to the real Part of the championship you know because uh, any mistake at this stage you are you are gone you know uh, Burundi is not a pushover you know being able to score a goal against South Africa you know is a plus for such a new entrance into the championship and uh, such performance you know can prepare them psychologically against a team as big as Nigeria because in that group those two teams are the giants there. And uh, if anybody could score against South Africa, the person could equally have a good outing against Nigeria. You know, uh, they should focus and get into the semis. Uh, uh, that is where the action is, that is where the battle is, and uh, that's where the possibility of realizing that their dream of 10th championship title is. <sighs>
1: That's Chigozie Chukuleta, the vice president of the Sports Writers Association of Nigeria, Southeast Zone. And she spoke with Iron Mike Mbonye on the telephone from Oka, Nigeria. Sporty greetings. This is Randy Waldrum,
0: coach of the Super Falcons of Nigeria. You're listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America.
2: Hello, I'm Carol Castiel. Next up, a look at how the U.S. Justice and State Departments team up to involve more women in counterterrorism efforts around the world. We talk with Laurie Freeman from State and Heather Roche from Justice to learn the benefits of gender diversity in operational effectiveness and the overall fight against terrorism in Africa, Asia, or the Middle East. The vital role of women in counterterrorism this Saturday and Sunday on The Voice of America.
0: Hello, listeners. By the names of Mikwa Fazila, Crested Cranes Forward and Lady Dows FC Club Forward. Listen to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America.
1: Fazila and the Crested Cranes of Uganda will be back on the pitch Friday night when they play Burkina Faso at the Africa Women's Cup of Nations football tournament in Casablanca, Morocco. Now, both Uganda and Burkina Faso are looking for their first points in the African women's football showpiece after losing their first two matches. Debutante Burundi has also lost its first two matches in Morocco. One of the star players for the Burundian women is striker Sandrine Niankuru. Joining us now with a profile is Magume Davis Raka Sporty Friday greetings, Magume! Sporty Friday greetings to Tusani
4: and our listeners. Burundi national women football team, Rezirondel, started ongoing Women's African Cup of Nations or WAFCON tournament on a bad note after they suffered 4 2 defeat against the Miles of Botswana. But one person from the losing side did shine the brightest. Burundi striker, Sandrine Nyonguru grabbed the brace despite the loss, squaring in each half. Speaking in Kirundi language, the 22-year-old who features for Tanzania club, Fountain Gate School, says she believes the ongoing tournament will help her achieve her dream playing for bigger clubs, particularly in
3: Europe. This outcome is going to open gates for me to take another step in my life and play for a better club. I believe there are scouts who are watching. That is why I and my fellow teammates have to play with all our abilities so we can get better offers.
4: Sandrine was among the best players in the recently concluded regional tournament the Council for Eastern Central Africa Football Associations (USECAFA) helping her team finish second, losing to fellow Sekafa representatives at the Wafcon Uganda the Cranes. Sandrine says he's grateful to her supporting family, who have encouraged her to play football since she was a little
3: girl. I started playing football when I was still very young. I decided to play football following the footsteps of my father, who was also a soccer player. He realized that I was talented and kept supporting me, and I ended up falling in love with the game.
4: At the Wafcon, she joined by midfielder, Peace Olga who plays for local club, Lakrombe FC. Nyomundjeri says, he enjoys... Playing alongside Sandrine.
3: I've been playing with Sandrine for two years in the national team. It's really, really easy to play alongside her. First of all, she's fast and strong. I like the way she does her movement and the way she scores.
4: Speaking in Kirundi, Gustavo Nyonguru, the Burundi Women's National Football Team head coach, Says he's pleased with the quality in his star striker. Sandrine Nyonkuru is very young but very talented person. She shows that she's determined to go far in football. The way she's praying, if she remains injury free, I expect to will propel her to go beyond Africa and pray in better leagues. She's a very good player. He says he believes the ongoing tournament will help Sandrine and teammates gain experience and succeed in their football careers. Burundi suffered their second defeat against South Africa's Banyana Banyana by three goals to one and a placed bottom of Group C, which also has Nigeria Super Falcons, whom they play on Sunday evening. The other Sekafa representatives, Uganda Crested Crens, also lost their two games, Three goals to one against host Morocco and two nil against Senegal. The Crested Cranes will be hoping they win their last match tonight against Burkina Faso for any slight chance of qualifying to the next round. For the sunny side of sports, I am Mugume, Davis Ruakalinji, Kampala, Uganda.
1: Hi, this is Larry London, the host of BOA's Border Crossings, where we feature music and interviews along with your favorite artists from around the world. On, Tune in and interact live with us here in Washington, D.C. Hello, Shirin.
0: Hello, Larry. How are you?
1: Good. How are you tonight? Border Crossings comes to you Monday through Friday at 1500 UTC GMT. No, <laughs> Thanks, Larry. That's Larry London, a man who's always ready to cross. Musical Borders. Samson Omale joins us now with more Africa Women's Cup of Nations football news. Sporty Friday greetings, Samson. Sporty Friday greetings to
2: you too, Sunny. We begin the wrap of Africa sports highlights for this weekend with the 2022 Africa Women's Cup of Nations. Banyana Banyana of South Africa reached the quarterfinals of the Women's African Cup of Nations after their 3-1 victory over 10 woman Burundi in Rabat on Thursday night. Banyana Banyana produced a dominant performance to advance from Group C thanks to goals by Tembi Katnana, Amogoleng Mutao and Linda Mutlahu. The result means Banyana Banyana advanced to the last eight with six points after beating title holders Nigeria in the opening game on Monday. Banyana Banyana will now play Botswana in their final group game on Sunday while Burundi conclude their campaign in their match against title holders Nigeria. Defender Janine Van Wyk speaks about the current Banyana Banyana squad.
0: It's not game over um, and I think most of the experienced players that have Being here, played in the 2018 um, AFCON tournament as well, and it was a similar situation. And um, there's a couple of new players that have come in, but I think we have put everyone on the same page and just reminded them of the importance of our upcoming matches, um, especially the next one that is very important for us to continue with the consistency of a good performance, um, putting the ball in the back of the net and trying to keep it out.
2: Staying with the Women African Cup of Nations, title holders Nigeria revived their campaign at the tournament following their 2-0 win over Botswana in Rabat on Thursday. Woman of the match, Francesca Odega, says the victory will propel the team to win their final group game on Sunday.
4: Coming from a defeat from a good team from South Africa and... Um... Winning today, it gives us more morale. So I think we executed our game plan and we came out victorious. So we are so happy.
0: It's the beginning of the good things.
2: The Super Falcons lost their opening match against South Africa, but made amends thanks to goals by Ifoma Onomono and Christy Uchebe. Super Falcons coach Ricky Wardrum described the performance of his goals as an improvement from their first game against the South Africans.
0: Well, I'm really pleased... Um you know the way we bounced back from the opening game and i think we saw a little bit more of what the super falcons are really all about tonight i, w- I was pleased with the the ball movement the uh, the strategy that we had in place i thought the players were were very good and and the, and the positive thing is even with the changes i didn't feel like it skipped a beat it just continued so um, really an overall great great performance from us so Really proud of the
2: team. There will be plenty to play for in the final round of matches, the group stages, and the 2022 African Cup of Nations on Friday. Hosts Morocco and Senegal have 100% records so far and will be in the quarterfinals. But their clash in Rabat will decide who tops the group and theoretically has the easier route in the knockout stages. The second match of the day is the one between Burkina Faso and Uganda, with neither side having collected a point to date. Both are still in with a chance of. Of being among the best third place teams but must get the victory and likely a handsome one to do so. Staying with football news, Global Football Players Union FIFA Pro has warned footballers about systemic and widespread contractual violations in football, singling out Algeria and Libya on the African continent and China, Greece, Romania, Saudi Arabia and Turkey as countries where these risks are high. The union said that non-payment of salaries was also a recurring problem for players, while second division clubs in Greece often cease operations without honoring debts. Greece Players Union said clubs in the country owed more than 25 million euros in unpaid wages. And after the council of Southern Africa Football Association otherwise known as the Cosafa Cup. Angola continue to cement themselves as favourite to win the Cosafa Cup for 2022 after they easily brushed aside Seychelles 3-0 at the Kings Zueletini Stadium in Durban on Thursday evening. Angola have now scored six goals in the tournament, having also defeated Comoros with the same scoreline on Tuesday. Pedro Goncacos coach of the Palancras Negras of Angola said, compared to their performance in other tournaments, this current squad has all it takes to win the title.
4: The last 10 tournaments of COSAFA, uh, Angola just uh, get in, in 7 and then in all 7 tournaments, three, 3 wins. In their tournament, we have 2. So, we believe we have more potential, but... The really is that right now try to change
2: our reality both seashells and comoros are out of the running and will play for pride in their final match of group a vivian bote says his seashell side is a young team which will develop in the years to come this team is
4: quite young um, a new team and they have been together for one and a half month so before coming here I three times. So, it will be kind of a uh, long process for us, especially and uh, we are all, all
2: our players are amateurs. Mm-hmm. Only one team will proceed to the quarterfinals, and the team in the running are Angola and Botswana. And now to tennis news. Tunisia's aunt Jouboa became the first African woman and first Arab or North African man or woman to reach a Grand Slam singles final in the Open Era. The Tunisian tennis star and number 3 seed prevailed 6-2, 3-6, 6-1 over her friend Maria, a 34-year-old mother of two, ranked 103 in the world to reach a Wimbledon final.
0: The kind of result I was hoping for, so uh, now one more match, one more step and to continue... uh... And hopefully get the title.
2: In rugby news, Kenya will play Namibia on Sunday for a place at Rugby World Cup 2023, following two intense Rugby African Cup 2022 semifinals in the south of France. In the first of the last four matches played on Wednesday, Kenya edged Algeria 36-33, before Namibia claimed a 34-19 victory against Zimbabwe that leaves the well Archers just 80 minutes from his seventh successive Rugby World Cup. Kenya's Samuel Asati was voted man of the match ahead of Sunday's final, where he said the East African country can win the title. It makes sure that we have to put more effort to the finals. Yeah, hopefully we shall win it. Whoever emerges victorious at the start, Maurice David and Sunday will book their return to France next year and take their place as Africa 1 in Pool A alongside the hosts New Zealand, Italy and Uruguay.
1: Thanks, Samson. That's Samson O'Malley with another extra spicy package of African sports highlights. I'm Sonny Young in Washington, and you're listening to the sunny Side of Sports on The Voice of America. Voice of America! Here in Washington, gymnast Simone Biles and women's soccer player Megan Rapino are among those who have received the Presidential Medal of Freedom, the highest civilian award here in the USA. The AP Sagar Magani reports. This is America. The Medal of Freedom recipients range from athletes Megan Rapino and Simone Biles, the nation's most decorated gymnast. She adds to her medal count. Of 32. I don't even got to find room. To civil rights lawyer Fred Gray. Fred's legal brilliance and strategy desegregated schools and secured the right to vote. Former Congresswoman and shooting survivor Gabby Giffords. One of the most courageous people I have ever known. Ex-Biden Senate colleague Alan Simpson. This is the real deal. Their late colleague John McCain received a medal posthumously, as did labor leader Richard Trumka and Apple co-founder Steve Jobs. What Steve left us is something special. Actor Denzel Washington was to get a medal, but skipped the ceremony after getting COVID-19. Sagar Magani.
3: This is a message in the public interest from VOA Africa.
2: The World Health Organization and Africa Center for Disease Control say we can all help fight the corona pandemic by wearing face masks that cover our mouths and nose when we are in crowded places or areas. For more information, check with reliable sources such as the WHO and Africa CDC. And remember to listen to VOA for the latest news on COVID-19.
3: That was a message in the public interest from VOA Africa.
2: VOA brings you the best in African music on the African beat. African Beat showcases the latest and the greatest of contemporary African music, from bobo music to hip live, bonga flavor to succuse, Afrobeat to Ndombolo and Makosa to Kwaito. The African Beat on VOA has it all, and it's happening right here, Mondays through Fridays at 0905 and 2005 UTC, right after the international news.
1: Thanks, David. That's David Vandy, the host of the VOA's African Beat. Music show. I'm Sonny Young in Washington, and you're listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. On the basketball beat, women's star Brittany Griner has pled guilty at her trial in Moscow, Russia. The AP's Shelly Adler reports.
3: Jailed American basketball star Brittany Griner has pleaded guilty to drug possession, but said she had no intention of committing a crime after vape canisters with cannabis oil were reportedly found in her luggage. Alexander Boykov is one of her attorneys.
4: She said that it was unintentionally brought to to
3: Russia
1: because she was in a, in a hurry as she was packing
3: as for briner's well-being elizabeth rude with the u.s embassy spoke with the wnba star
1: she said that she is eating well she's able to read books uh, and under the circumstances she is doing well
3: griner faces up to 10 years in prison if convicted of large-scale transportation of drugs i'm shelly antler
1: thanks Shelley. finally as the africa women's cup of nations football tournament takes place in morocco there's also action at the European Women's Football Championship in England. In Thursday's only match, Norway outclassed Northern Ireland 4-1 in Southampton, England. The ladies from Northern Ireland were making their major tournament debut. First half finishes from Julie Blackstad and Frida Monham, plus a penalty kick by Caroline Graham Hansen helped give two-time European champion Norway the comprehensive victory. And that wraps up the July 8th edition of the show. You for tuning in and have a nice weekend. I get it. I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington, and that's the sunny side of sports.